It's Thursday, May 27, 2010. The top kill is working. Or is it? Federal heads are rolling. About time. The president is speaking. Also about time. From the moment this disaster began, the federal government has been in charge of the response effort. Have they? Plus, it's official. We now have the worst oil disaster in U.S. history. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Uh, okay, here are their excuses. Number 10, the Gulf of Mexico was overdue for its 3,000-mile oil chain. Mm, yeah, well, there is that. This is your Green News Report. Today's Green News Report is sponsored in part by Velvet Revolution's Stop the Chamber campaign, holding corporate criminals accountable where federal regulators haven't or won't. You'd be held accountable, so should they. Please log on, sign in, and donate to StopTheChamber.com today. That's StopTheChamber.com. Okay, Desi Doyen, we are at day 38 since the explosion of the oil rig in the Gulf. Maybe we have some good news today about the latest effort by BP, but the president just finished speaking not long ago in the White House in his first uh, full press conference on this oil disaster. Yes, he announced uh, many new rules for offshore drilling after a 30-day safety review of offshore drilling undertaken by the Interior Department after the explosion of the oil rig and the subsequent oil disaster in the Gulf. Specifically, the president announced today that the administration is suspending oil exploration at two sites in Alaska. Also, they're canceling a planned lease sale in the Gulf of Mexico and a proposed sale off of the shore of Virginia. They're extending the existing moratorium for new deep water permits for six months and suspending all further action on 33 deep water exploratory wells that are currently in the Gulf. He also called for more reforms of the Minerals Management Service. And indeed, today we saw the first resignation, the Obama administration's appointee for the Minerals Management Service, Elizabeth Birnbaum, resigned today, we're told, of her own volition. Well, yeah, it's about time, and, and Obama says he didn't know that was coming. Did uh, she jump or was she pushed? We'll probably find that out later. The president also called for a push for clean energy legislation in the Senate. And about time, here's what he had to say. Let me make one final point. More than anything else, this economic and environmental tragedy, and it's a tragedy, underscores the urgent need for this nation to develop clean, renewable sources of energy. Doing so will not only reduce threats to our environment, it will create a new homegrown American industry that can lead to countless new businesses and new jobs. We've talked about doing this for decades, and we've made significant strides over the last year when it comes to investing in renewable energy and energy efficiency. If nothing else, this disaster should serve as a wake-up call that it's time to move forward on this legislation. I have been absolutely flummoxed that the uh, president and the Democrats have not been out there using the backdrop of this uh, BP oil disaster to call for clean energy legislation. I'm glad to see that Obama is finally speaking about that. And in the meantime, so far so good. The top kill procedure seems to be working, but we won't know officially until later today if it was successful and if the next step in killing the well itself, that's throwing cement down there to plug it, if that will go forward next. We've had confusing statements about this all morning from the Coast Guard and then from BP. It's working. We don't know if it's working yet, so we will find out. 
And now it's official. The BP oil disaster is now the worst in U.S. history, surpassing the Exxon Valdez spill. Now, these are preliminary results, but the government says that the undersea gusher appears to be two to five times bigger than BP's previous estimate of 5,000 barrels a day. What a surprise. More like 12 to 19,000 barrels a day. That's something like 37 million gallons total. That's a range there, of course. Now, BP already knew this. Internal memos given to congressional investigators released this week show that BP internally estimated a rate as high as 14,000 barrels a day, yet they continued to publicly dispute scientists who said the flow was clearly more than the 5,000 they kept saying over the last five weeks. Also emerging in the ongoing investigations of this disaster, new facts emerging on cost-cutting measures and other executive decisions by BP in the days and hours before the explosion. An incredible testimony from surviving rig workers at ongoing Coast Guard hearings in Louisiana about leaking fluid, failed pressure tests, and fateful and fatal decisions by BP managers on the rig itself to speed up the cementing process. Now, the BP man on the rig that night has declined to testify to a congressional hearing this morning, saying he will exercise his Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination. BP has been guarding information very closely, not only by its employees and obviously the amount of oil that was really spilling into the Gulf, but also they have been barring press from uh, access to the spill site. There are reports that they have been keeping uh, media out of airplanes so they can't do flyovers. They've been keeping them off of beaches. President Obama took quite a few uh, tough questions today from the media, claiming that he was in charge, not BP. The facts on the ground may prove to show otherwise. We will continue to keep our eye on this story. Of course, you can as well at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. Somewhere beyond the sea, somewhere waiting for me, my lover stands on golden sand. And watches the ships that go sail